0: Presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Zero
1: Wedding sends out to Hall, touch pass, Nell, open three. He got it right side. The answer from Trevin Nell.
0: This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Getting you ready for BYU versus Texas. Here's your host, Ben Bagley.
2: And good morning BYU basketball fans, that's right, it is morning here on the Mountain Time Zone and welcome into Cougar Pre-Game Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Today, it's a high noon showdown between the 21st ranked BYU Cougars and the Texas Longhorns as Mark Pope and his squad look to return to the win column after falling short in their last two games. Texas, for their part, is just the opposite of what the Cougars have been doing. After after starting the conference slate one and o, the or one and one, the Longhorns struggled, losing their next two at West Virginia and at home against UCF. But Texas turns it around, and they've been hot in their last two games, dealing upsets to ninth-ranked Baylor and. Two 11th ranked Oklahoma, leaving the Horns 500 in conference and tied for seventh in the standings. BYU sits at 2-4 in Big 12 play and finds themselves tied for 11th in the conference standings despite being ranked 21st in the nation. The Cougars are coming off a murderer's row in their first six games, which they faced four ranked teams in those six, including back-to-back-to-back ranked Teams. In fact, today's game against Texas will be the first game in the last three that hasn't been a ranked team. That set a reprieve is in sight as they embark on a stretch of six upcoming games that while not a walk in the park, because none of them are in the Big 12, it is a much easier stretch than they're coming off of for BYU. With only one game in the next six versus a current top 25 team, the Cougars are currently favorites in five of their six games. And just a quick look at those in the ESPN-FBI win percentage, the Cougars favored to win today's game with a 79.8% chance at West Virginia. They've got an 80 two percent chance to win there at 11th ranked Oklahoma is the only game they find themselves an underdog according to FPI and that's at a 46.9 percent chance and then an 83.5 percent chance against K-State who right now is getting waxed at the half uh by Houston uh, and then another 87.5 percent chance versus UCF and Oklahoma, at Oklahoma State. The Cougars have a 78.4 percent chance at all, according to FPI and and their win percentage on ESPN.com. Speaking of ESPN, college basketball analyst Sean Farnham joined BYU TV's BYU Sports Nation this week and talking about these next six games, he said he believes the Cougars can return to 500 a Big 12 play after this stretch, but it won't be easy. The next six games has some wins stacked up there. Now, they've got to go out and prove that they're not tired, they're not fatigued, and they're mentally sharp, able to go through all those games because there is no off night. You've got to show up every single night, and you've got to bring your lunch pail and a hard hat and be ready to go. And so I I think that's the biggest challenge right now for this team. But the next six games, there's enough wins in there to get them actually, I believe, above 500 at the end of this six-game stretch. And that six-game stretch starts this afternoon at the Marriott Center against the Texas Hull Longhorns. Looking back at the BYU record, despite the 2-4 and four conference record and the two straight losses, BYU still sits pretty in the metrics. Coming into today's game, ranked 21st in the nation, 5th in the net rankings, 9th in Ken Palm, and as of yesterday's Joe Lenardi's latest bracketologies, the Cougars are a projected 5th seed for the NCAA tournament, focusing on today's game, the Cougars will look to corral the Longhorns' top scorer, Max Asemus, who leads Texas, averaging just under 18 points per game. In fact, he just took over the 15th spot on the NCAA all-time scoring list in his in the previous game for the Longhorns. Big man Fus- BYU big man Fusini Traore has finally seen his minutes begin to return to double digits in the last two games after sustaining a hamstring injury in the November 24th game against NC State. In fact, Fus was a key cog in the second half against Houston in keeping BYU in the game and, and making that comeback. I got a chance to talk to Fus for today's pregame interview and began our conversation asking him what this process has been like for him as he's fighting to return from his hamstring injury. Well,
3: for sure, it's super frustrating, you know, because especially getting hurt during the season is super hard to come back, you know, and especially missing all those weeks and with the coaches and the team that you trying to figure it out without you, you know. And when you get back, like, try to get your spy, you know, like, and just, and just like, try, like, I just don't know how to say it, just like, how you're going to fit the team, you know. I feel like all those is super hard, you know, you know what I mean?
2: Well, you look at it, and I mean, fans get frustrated when a, f- a player, one, one of their favorite players, and you, a lot of fans love Foos, when one of their favorite players gets injured is one thing, but what they don't realize is how hard it is for you guys to come back, especially in season. You're trying to get healthy. You're trying to make your, sure you're 100. percent You're trying to practice and you're trying to get ready for games, but you don't have as much time as you did in the off season to do that. How hard is that for an athlete in season to come back from an injury?
3: Now for sure it's super hard, you know, because if you look, if you look at it, you know, you say, man, I don't have a lot of time actually, you know, because I miss all those weeks of weeks, you know, and there is only that weeks left, you know, and you gotta find a way to practice, you know to get your confidence back to trash your body, you know. Although it's just like, it is just a lie, you know, like for sure it's super fresh, you know, but you, you already know how much I love the Cook fan, you know, like they're, they're going to support us no matter what, you know. So I'm, I'm super grateful for them.
2: Now you're getting to the point where you're being able to get some game time back. Mm-hmm. Like where do you feel like your hamstrings back at? Do you think you're about 90%, 100% or even lower than that? Well, I'm
3: not 100% for sure, you know, but I feel like I'm getting there little by little, you know. It is just because my first game back, it was just hard for me to trust my hamstring, you know, but now I feel like I'm just playing without even thinking about it, you know. Sometimes I can feel it, you know, but it's not like anything crazy, you know. So I'm just trying like, to to not even think about it, just just, just keep playing my game, you know what I mean?
2: How hard is it for you to reinsert yourself out on the floor in a game situation with everything else, else that's going on around there? Well, it's, it is super hard though, because, like,
3: actually the coaches, you know, they talk to me, you know, they just say, you know, if thing will happen, it will happen, you know, you just say, you just got to go for it, you know, like whatever going to happen, God will let it happen, you know. So that's, that's been my mindset, you know, to just go, go for it, you know.
2: One thing that's been different for you this year is playing in the Big 12, the the Big 12 team. What's been the difference from your standpoint between this year and the Big 12 conference and years past in the WCC? For sure, it's way
3: different, you know, like Big 12. Oh, man, like I feel like every single team we play like they're one of the best team you ever play. You know, because WCC, you, you might only have like one good game every three weeks, you know. But Big 12, every single game, like, it's like a dogfight, you know. Like, if you're not ready forever, I'm just going to come beat you up, you know. Like, everybody's the top 25 team there, you know. So, I feel like Big 12 is helping us, like, to get way better, you know, and always be ready mentally, you know, and physically, you know. Like, because we know, like, there won't be any
2: easy game, you know. You mentioned get beat up. One thing that I've noticed is the physicality in this conference on the court. It's a very physical style of basketball. You're one of the more physical guys on this BYU team. Do you like the physicality out there, or is that something that this team's still getting used to?
3: No, I actually do. I actually do love it. And I feel like all, of our, all our boys love physical games, too. You know? But man, I feel like whenever we play against those teams, nobody can do it by himself. You know, like He's going to take all the five guys. You know, like For example, like defensively, head first. Hit second to go get the rebound, you know, because we can try to outjump them, you know, our physical them, you know. That's the beautiful of our team, you know, where we're one against five, you know. If it began one and one, it's going to be, hard. they're going to make our life super hard.
2: Talk about every game's a big one. Texas not ranked right now, but they're right on the outside and they're a really good team having won their last two games. What do you expect to see from the Longhorns?
3: Well, we just got to be ready, you know, especially if they beat. Like I said, they beat Baylor and number 11 team, you know. So we just got to be ready for it. I know they're super excited, but I feel like we're more excited, you know. So, yeah, we need that win big time.
2: No games off for this team? No games off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Foose. Continue to rehab, get better. Look forward to seeing you out there 100%. For
3: sure, I will thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: Our thanks to Fasini Traore for joining us for the pregame conversation. It is good to see Foose working his way back into the lineup. It is interesting watching the second half of the Houston game. And even Coach Mark Pope saying that maybe he waited a little too long to put Foose in. It didn't seem like Houston had an answer to Foose. Uh, I think they were expecting to play, see BYU playing all on the perimeter. We brought Foose in and it caused a little commotion there. We'll see if Foose can continue to integrate himself into this offense and the way the BYU is playing tonight, or this afternoon, against the Longhorns. Coming up next... Next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Ben Bagley with more Mountain America. Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports
2: Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation. So we bring in the one and only, the man who's got a tea time at 4 p.m. later this afternoon, Mark Durant. Mark, how are you?
4: <laughs> man, I wish. That, uh, you could, man. Today, beautiful day here in the Wasatch Front. Feels like we're in Austin. It's so nice out here. But... Uh... I'm, I'm excited about this one, Ben. I'm excited about this one. This is, uh, this is a long time coming for having this team in this building and may never happen again. So it's a, it's a great chance for BYU to you know, kind of right the ship a little bit in the conference and get a big win over against a, a team you may never see in this building again.
2: Yeah, I, I believe 1974 was the last time the Longhorns were in the Marriott Center to face the Cougars, and, and that, that was a long time ago. Uh, for those who are keeping track and want to do the math, that is a long time ago, confirmed. Uh, but you look at this, and it's it's kind of an interesting game for BYU because they're coming off of back-to-back-to-back games against top 25 teams. And while Texas isn't technically a top 25 team, they are a very good Big 12 team. Coming off of two upset victories over uh, Kansas uh, or against Baylor and Oklahoma, two top ten or top fifteen teams. So Texas is good, brings some trouble to the Marriott Center for the Cougars.
4: Yeah, I mean this game. I uh, for a while I thought, well, this is certainly a gettable game for BYU. Uh, How Texas started out in conference, they lost to UCF, lost to Wake Forest, had to have a, a last second game winner against Cincinnati and. Uh, so you think, well, you know, BYU probably will get this one here at home. But, man, they have looked so good in these last couple games against Oklahoma and Baylor. So, uh, obviously, in this conference, doesn't matter who uh, you're playing. Uh, it's going to be a challenge in Texas. No, no matter you know, what they're doing, obviously, being Texas, they're going to have a certain level of athleticism that's always challenging and you always have to account for and deal with. Uh, Ace Miss is a, a tr- tremendous player, and, and, you know, BYU's had a little bit of problem with that type of player, uh, Pop Isaacs and Shed, and, and other guys that this year have, have really posed a problem for BYU. So, uh, yeah, I mean, in my mind, uh, BYU should, should win this game, but certainly not a foregone conclusion, and BYU continues to deal with some health issues Uh, richie saunders has not been well this week he hasn't been limited in practice he is warming up it looks like he'll play but he's he's been sick and and you've got guys like foos who you're talking to who's still recovering from his injury and ali khalifa his knee is is just going to be a chronic thing that he has to deal with that's going to be a problem for him and uh, you, wish, you wish in these games uh, that, that are so rare and there's such good opportunities that you had a full compliment and full health, but that's just the, kind of the way it goes. And, and this, is, this has to be a game, Ben, that everybody contributes. Um, if you look at the losses, you see, you know, two or three guys that just don't show up that game. Um, and, and, and in a game like Iowa State, which probably is their best game of the year, everybody contributed. So you, you have to have contributions from everybody. And uh, it can't be—you uh, can't have you can't have zero for nights or one for ten nights uh, against a team like Texas. They'll make you pay.
2: Well, I, I was going to bring that up, and, and going beyond just guys being everybody contributing. The one thing that's, been, thing that's been interesting about this BYU team is I don't know that they've been disappointing as a whole in any of these losses. They've played some really good basketball and c- kept close in all of these games. But it just seems like there's either a half where they just don't play well or a stretch of eight minutes where they don't play well that's really kind of costing them. Or, as you mentioned, a player who's just off that game and unable to contribute. What is the key, and, and this is easy question, terrible, just a hard, hard answer, what's the key in your mind just to kind of bring it all together for a full 40 minutes of basketball?
4: Yeah, I mean that's that's the question, right? How do you do that? Because BYU certainly has shown some good signs, and one of the things I really like is their effort. In every game, they're they're playing hard. They're they're doing, they're in the games. They're playing hard. For the most part, they come out. One of the real challenges for me uh, against really good teams is to come out right from the get go and play well. And this team has been really good at that. They've taken leads. They come out aggressive. Uh, they shoot the ball well uh, th- and they've really performed well at the beginning of course the challenges is at the end of this game for this team and there's been a, con- a lack of consistency both as a team over the course of the year and over the course of a game and from individuals over the course of uh, the year and the course of the game um, it- it's hard to be tough on guys because they are playing hard and they it's not like guys try to miss shots you know <laughs> you're out there really trying to make shots but uh, I, I think they just need to find some consistency. How do you do that? Well, you need to have some leadership both from the coaching and from, from players. I don't know that there's a, a designated kind of leader guy on this team. I mean, Spencer, Trevin, obviously those guys have experience. And, and you've got guys that, kind of you know, they play hard, they play well. But I, I think you need kind of a leader on the team that just is going to make sure that you get that consistency and will – If if the team's struggling, we'll step up and make big plays. and You've certainly got all kinds of guys that can do that, but it it doesn't seem to kind of... It's not self-evident from game to game who that is, and and that can be hard on a team. And, uh, you know, and and then part of it's just a matter of being healthy uh, so you're not physically worn down at the end of the games and being overpowered at the end of the games because your guys are tired and uh, you don't have the depth that you want. And, And then, obviously, mentally is just to, to not get rattled. I mean, that's, that's one of the great uh, challenges in all of sports, in any sport, individual team, is to not get rattled when things aren't going your way. That, that's a real challenge. The psychology of it is fascinating. And if you have guys that, that can have that chaos and, and everything's going wrong around you and still maintain a certain serenity and, and confidence... That makes all the difference, and uh, it, it's a challenge. I, I don't, like you said, I don't really know the answer. But to the extent BYU can kind of put themselves in a mindset where even when things are going badly around you, to to not hurry yourself, to not try and force things, to not shoot, you know, jack up a three, and, and just continue to play calmly and within your offense and run your stuff and get good shots, that that, that helps. I mean, obviously, that's a, a, a lot bigger said than done, but.
2: Those are kind of my observations about what's gone on. Yeah, that, that's a, that. Like I said, that that's an easy to ask question, but not so easy to answer question. You brought up the psychology, and I want to bring this up. Is it was kind of interesting in the Houston game? Nell gets that wide open shot that you felt like if he makes that shot, game over. BYU gets the victory. Yeah. He misses, and, and you want Nell taking that shot. That was a great shot. He misses that shot, and you could see how it affected him in the moment. I had someone who was there. Tell me that Jimmer Fredette came down from the stands immediately after the game. Told Trevin, "You let that one go, let it hurt, but let it go and shoot the next one." Hey, it, again, great advice by Jimmer. But still, Trevin, you could tell that shot or missing that shot really affected him. How does he bounce back today?
4: It's hard, Ben. I mean, as old as I am, you talk about a long time ago. I was, you know, <laughs> I'm an old guy, and I played 30 years ago. And I still think about mistakes I made that you know, sometimes cost us games, in, in my view. And I, I think about it almost every day. And it, it kind of plagues you as a competitor. I'm sure that shot will live on for Trevin for his lifetime, as cruel as that is. But what he's got to make sure is it's just that one. And, and like you said, have confidence with the next one. And There's no one I have more confidence with shooting that shot than, than Trevin Nell and uh, you know you talk about the greatest of all time michael jordan how many game winners he made he, he also missed quite a few and uh, the great ones will kind of acknowledge that pain and disappointment but then we'll make the next one and uh, i think trevin's that kind of guy he's tough uh, and I, I don't there's no one i'd rather have shooting that shot in that situation than trevin and i feel the same way uh, today as i did before he shot that shot and uh, so you know, he, he's a great one, one of the great shooters in the country, and he'll be just fine. And uh, there won't be there won't be many regrets for Trevin. That's going to be one of them, but he's going to have opportunities to have great memories in that same situation.
2: Well, looking for Trevin, Richie, Dallin, all these guys to step up today. Uh, according to your cohort, Greg Rebell, to project the projected starting lineup will be Dallin Hall, Spencer Johnson, Jackson Robinson, Noah Waterman and Ali Khalifa so look forward to those guys getting a quick start today against Texas and Mark thank you so much for your time Ben pleasure we'll see you out on the links today brother yeah we got that 3.30 tee time so we'll see you then (laughs) All right, see ya I right, go to bigotires.com and make an appointment at one of the 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations, Big O Tires the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores. One game actually in the second half in the Big 12. We'll get you that score coming up in just a second. You're listening to the Cougar pregame live on the on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: With more Mountain America Cougar Pre-Game Live, here's Ben Bagley.
2: Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Game Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. We're getting you ready for Texas traveling to the Marriott Center to take on your BYU Cougars. One Big 12 game in the second half with 13.47 left in the game. Fourth-ranked Houston's up 45-31 on K-State. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good morning, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome once again courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Today's Saturday matinee for you, number 21, BYU home to unranked Texas, but after dropping out of the top 25, the Longhorns have bounced back with back-to-back wins at home versus Baylor, and on the road at ranked Oklahoma, Baylor was also ranked, so BYU the third of four consecutive top 25 foes for Texas. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel. With me is my broadcast partner for the last 27 seasons, the beloved former BYU hoopster Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, BYU hasn't had an 0-2 week yet in the Big 12. And with uh, Tuesday-Saturday home games this week, the Cougs get a chance to earn the weekly split with a win over the Longhorns. But a game that looked uh, a little more manageable a couple of weeks ago has gotten harder to win because Texas has looked terrific after a 1-3 start in the league.
4: Well, first of all, Greg, let's just take a second to uh, soak in the moment that we're going to watch BYU and Texas play in the Merritt Center. In a league game. In a league game. (laughs) That's fantastic. And Texas with a great history, obviously, but you can't be uh, awed by that. You you know, Texas looked like it might be a game where you could kind of chalk up a W for BYU here at home with the way they struggled to open the season, dropped the games at with uh, UCF and Wake Forest barely squ- uh, squawk out, squawk is that a word, <laughs> a win against Cincinnati with the last second shot, but they've, they've looked really good the last week or two with great wins over uh, Oklahoma on the road, Baylor, I and mean, then they've got Ace is a kind of a 3,000 point score kind of guy and uh, certainly have the athleticism and length and strength that you'd expect from Texas, so th- there's no gimmies in this conference this is a great opportunity, a great challenge for BYU, who's you know, Coming off a really tough loss against Houston, and and they've been unhealthy. I mean, now there's all kinds of challenges this team will have to face the rest of the way, Greg, but this is a great opportunity. Should be a really fun
1: afternoon game here in the Marriott Center. All right, those are the words of Mark Durant. Coming up, we'll hear from the other Mark in this portion of the pregame show, BYU head coach Mark Pope, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar pregame Coacher show. Here's Greg Rubel.
1: Coming up in a high noon tip-off, 21st-ranked BYU and Texas playing in Provo for the first time in 50 years. BYU and UT have met six times all-time. Cougs have won four of the six previous meetings. The last get-together was 10-plus years ago in Kansas City. Tyler Haas was the late-game hero in that one. In fact, they played on the same floor that uh, the Big 12 tournament is held and will be in KC in a couple of months. Uh, Tuesday night here at the Marriott Center, BYU took on the best defensive team in the country and did some things that are hard to do against fourth-ranked Houston. What the Cougs did not do was uh, rebound or shoot the three as well as they needed to on that night. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for a financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years. Zions Bank is for you. And today, Coach Pope talks about a defense that may not be as tough as Houston's, but an offense that right now is playing as well as anyone.
5: Yeah, they're really, really dangerous. I mean, they have one of the all-time, like, you know, sometimes we say all-time and we just are saying nonsense, but uh, Asimus is an all-time leading uh, offensive player in the history of college basketball. He's, you know, going to end up easily in the top 10, and um, he's incredibly dangerous, and then uh, you combine him with uh, the returning Big 12 uh, tournament uh, MVP from last year in Dsu and and uh they're they're really really um and then uh unbelievable supporting cast of guys uh mcdonald's all-american uh and dylan and and uh some guys that really play hard really aggressively skilled it's a it's a good team and they they can be scary uh on the offensive end for sure
1: things can change really quickly in the big 12 they opened up one and three but then they beat baylor and OU back to back and OU on the road
5: yeah and, and that's the that is the magic of this league right is that um Uh, you know they could have been discouraged and sideways at one and three but they just kind of kept forging ahead and people probably counted them out said it's broken it's not working Um, but they just kind of forged ahead and that's what you do in this league and then you know if they were three and one uh, they probably needed to keep moving forward too and and um uh, you know, I think that they're as confident as they've been all season. This is a preseason uh, AP top 10 team uh, that had some injuries. DSU, uh was missing for uh, a lot of being in the season. And right now, coming off back-to-back uh, wins against top 25 teams, I think they're probably as confident as playing as a high level as they have. Probably now they are that top 10 team that they were projected to be. How was your practice and prep gone for Texas? It's been really good. Uh, you know, we've uh, got some guys um, – that have been in and out uh, with with some sickness and injury, but but we're uh, we guys are focused and they're going to come compete. and We're going to play great tonight.
1: How do you plan to start today against the Longhorns?
5: Um, we'll start uh, with the same lineup that we started last game, barring uh, any unforeseen issues in warmups. This Texas team, tempo wise, how do you think they want to play you today? Um, I think they're interesting because they, they um, they're incredibly uh, listen. They're really difficult to guard in in, in transition. Uh, but they pick and choose their spots and so they're a team that could go either way they could um, you know they can they can slow it down and they're pretty comfortable uh, you know, Kind of manufacturing some offense in half court because they're so dangerous at any moment. Uh, a number of guys on the team can just go earn their own shot, but they can be lethal in transition. So, um, you know, w- we'll try and keep this game as is uh, fast on our offensive end and as slow as uh, on their offensive end as we possibly can.
1: A rare Saturday matinee because we're talking in the morning, as it turns out, and you get a sold out building here too. Noon games, man, come on!
5: One of the many, many, many countless gifts of the Big Twelve. All right, coach, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, chief.
1: All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for today's Keys to the Game. Brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and UT today?
4: Uh, BYU needs at least four double-figure scorers, Greg. You can't have multiple guys go missing in action in this game. Everybody needs to contribute. And then I think for uh, UT, they don't... Shoot a ton of threes, but they make a really nice percentage, and BYU shoots a ton and a little bit lower percentage. I think in this game, they need to have five plus made field goals in this three point field goals in this game. So, whatever they
1: shoot, they need to make five more than Texas. Those are Mark's keys to the game. As we go to break, we remind you to go to bigotires.com. Make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust the BYU store Cougar tip-off show coming your way next live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin BYU Sports Network
0: this is the Cougar tip-off show brought to you by the BYU store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere The Cougar Tip-Off show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good late morning once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back courtside at the Marriott Center where BYU's already lost two Big 12 games. It'll be very tough to contend in the Big 12 if you can't hold serve at home. And at 2-4 and four overall in league, BYU's in danger of losing sight of the league leaders without a home win today considering BYU hits the road for its next two conference games. Huge game today for BYU, but really, aren't they all? This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and conference. Commentary. Our studio host today is Ben Bagley. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators, Seth Larson and Maya Tippett. Our studio editor is Derek Dungan. BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires, and you are tuned in on the new skin BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship BYU Radio Sirius XM 143, and our over-the-air flagship KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at byuradio.org. Lots of ways to tune us in and sync us up if you'd like to. Well, we knew that uh, BYU'd be in for a rude awakening in the Big 12, and yes, the 12 and one non-conference record was impressive, but things were about to get real in conference play and a two and four record through six games not necessarily surprising but mark a two and four could wow easily be four and two or better because BYU has been in every game they haven't found a way to finish some of those games, but they're competing in the Big 12.
4: Uh, there's a lot of positives and negatives for how BYU's performed so far. It's been the toughest schedule in the league, and they've, like you said, been in every game had uh, double-digit leads in most of the games. They come out, they play really well to start the game, super aggressive, but it, they, you know, there's no question they have faded at the end and haven't performed at their best at the end of the game, whether it be because of fatigue, because of injury, because of... You know, getting uh, rattled from uh, opposing crowds—all those things factor into it. But what I worry for this team, Greg, is—you know—teams have a kind of an inner belief about themselves, and I don't want this team to, to feel like in those situations that we're not going to win the game. You have to have such confidence to be able to step up and win those games. And right now, no matter what lead they have or what the situation is, they may think—you uh, know—may have a little bit of doubt. And I don't want that for this team. So this is big to be playing at home yep. against a team like Texas and. If they can come out and play like Iowa State, get that confidence back up again, then they can be propelled going forward in conference.
1: We know the energy from the building will be here because it's a sellout again. Yeah, I mean, uh, why wouldn't you be here? I mean, this is BYU Texas. Get a ticket and come if you can. This is going to be fun. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Texas assistant coach and former longtime Wyoming head coach Steve McClain as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All
1: right, this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show ahead of number 21, BYU playing host to Texas for the first time since 1974. Longhorns coming into today's game with a record identical to BYU's overall at 14-5. UT one game better than BYU in league. Texas 3-3, BYU 2-4. But the Longhorns opened up 1-3 in conference before back-to-back wins. Really nice wins, too. Home versus Baylor in a classic one week ago today. Followed up by a win in Norman on Tuesday. Rodney Terry is UT's head coach. One of his assistants is Steve McLean, who coached 19 games against BYU. Wow, the head coach for Wyoming. He went five and fourteen in Laramie, and in fact, his uh, last game as poke 's head coach came in a loss to BYU in the two thousand and seven Mountain West Conference tournament. He was let go days after a short time ago. I talked with Coach McLean about his memories from multiple battles against BYU from back in the day.
6: Yeah, I spent a few uh, not real fun nights in here, <laughs> and I think one night I even left a little early. But uh, no, it's 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 great to be back, and and um, you, you know it's fun to see the students lined up and see how they've embraced coming in the Big Twelve and what what they're excited about. What
1: are your recollections of those uh, great BYU Wyoming games of days past?
6: Well, they, you just knew it was always going to be a battle, and you know, like I know. It, the league used to be the Mountain West. This was your BYU Utah swing, and and you came out here knowing if you could get one, you you were really fortunate. And and the quality of basketball, the quality of coaching, and and, and what the program stood for, and it, you know I still think of and and it's not a good thing in for Austin Ainge, but I think of the night we're up one, we foul him. He misses both free throws, and I can still remember Danny was sitting right behind our bench, and I saw him that night at the hotel, and, you you know, there's so much tradition, and and it's been an unbelievable program, and, and there were great battles.
1: The Mountain West of those days was a great grind in its own way. The Big 12 is an entirely different kind of grind, but you are in it, and you've experienced it long enough. Bringing in these four new teams, what have they added to an already tough league?
6: Well, they're all great basketball tradition schools, and, and all you got to do is look at the banners when you walk in and the names and the history. And so I, I think it just brought another level of toughness to a league that was already considered the best basketball league in the country. You, you just added four schools that not only could they come in the league and, and, and make it better, they were going to come in the league and immediately compete at a high level
1: how big for you guys to go from 1 and 3 to 3 and 3 in the span of a week with two tremendous wins
6: well, it's what this league can do to you though, and, and having been through this league, you know, we have a saying, you can't ever get too high when you win one, and you can't get too low when you lose one, because you, you're, you're always a week away from maybe you get two in a row, and and nobody's going to run through this league. It's just not possible. Uh, a year ago, we went down to the last weekend and had to win two on the road to win the Big 12 championship, and and so, and we had five losses heading into the last weekend so you've got to keep your perspective as you go through this because if if you ever get too low the league will just keep eating you up and 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 you'll lose confidence and then you've got no chance five losses
1: could be a, a league champ this year
6: oh i don't think there's any question it could be five or six it's it's all if you look at the history of the league that's usually where it's been
1: okay what's been the uh maybe the common thread that tying these last couple wins together for you guys
6: well i think we're like every team in the country when you add new players every year and it's the world we're living in and, and it, you know it, everybody when you go to the Elite Eight and win the Big 12 tournament everybody wants your team the next year to be that team well we lost most of those guys and so it's taken us time to to for for the players to figure it out and for us to figure out what is going to be our style and and i, I think the last couple of weeks we've really defended we've 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 controlled the game on both ends of the court and and that has led to really good feeling
1: you you saw max ace when he was a freshman at all roberts back here in mark pope's first year being able to bring in someone like that to a program that loses some pieces how valuable is that
6: well, Max is a winner, and, and when, when you go in the transfer portal, you, you, you've got to be really careful because it, it, there's always a reason someone's leaving, and for Max, it was the opportunity. He had had a great career at Oral Roberts, and he's a Texas kid to come home, and you knew you were adding a winner, and, and that, that's what he brings is a winning mentality every day.
1: Finally, Coach, thoughts on this BYU team you guys take on today?
6: Well, they're one of the fastest teams in the country, and they shoot more threes than almost anybody in the country, and and they shoot them with freedom. And as as I told our guys, when they come across half court, you better be guarding them because I I I've never seen anybody shoot it as deep as a couple of them do. And and it, you know that's they're they they play an exciting style, and and I don't think they get credit. They're way better defensively, and and they're really hard to score on and so it, they talk you into fast shots that's how they want to play but no I, I they they put five shooters on the court and you're going to have to really guard to beat them
1: well building is sold out that it should be a fun one
6: well it, it, it's great to be back in this building and it will be a fun one and hopefully we can compete
1: coach McClain good to see you again welcome back to the Marriott Center thank you That was Steve McClain, Texas assistant coach, and the musical group Gentry with our national anthem. BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. We'll have more of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All
1: right, national TV in town for BYU and Texas. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant helping you get prepped for the Cougars and the Longhorns today. One-third of BYU's Big 12 slate is already in the books. Two-thirds of BYU's regular season home schedule has already been played. Mark, the next game BYU plays after today will be played in the month of February. And February means March Madness is just around the corner. And yes, BYU's been in everyone's brackets for weeks now. But there's still a lot of work to do to lock down a spot in the dance. Uh, even if in the great Big 12, uh, which may get maybe 10, 11 teams in the field, you don't want to fall too far below 500 in league. BYU needs wins, especially here at home.
4: Yeah, losses don't matter as much, but they still matter. And this is a game BYU, by the numbers, should win They're at home. This would be... A pretty tough loss for them. They'd fall out of the top 25, and that's important. to just got to be in, in the conversation nationally. And even though BYU's schedule is a little bit easier coming up, Greg, it's not much easier. I mean, Big 12 is tough, so you got to get the wins that you should get, especially here at home. Big one
1: today. All right, final thoughts before tip-off are coming your way right after this. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Brubell
1: As we get set for tip-off, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, we've got BYU and Texas coming up here at the Marriott Center. Max Asemus, BYU saw him when he was a freshman playing for All Roberts, came in here during Mark Pope's freshman season, held him to nine points that night. Uh, teams don't often hold him to single figures. In fact, he has 131 career double-figure scoring games. He's on a string of 41 consecutive double-figure scoring games, and in a few games, he's going to hit 3,000 points, something only 11 players have done all time in Division One. Uh, that's remarkable, and he's he's legit. Obviously, great player, and BYU
4: struggled with that type of player this year. You know, Pop Isaacs. And- Shed and others
1: have had a nice night against BYU, so they're going to have to find a way, obviously, to shut him down. Tip off off of BYU in Texas next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.